0: You know what that sound means. Welcome back to Just to Tip Off, the NBA podcast. That is questionable for Game Five. Yeah, it's a t- just a tweak, Cammy. Yeah, you know, it's just you know every other All Star in the playoffs is having a having a little little tweak, Cammy. We figured, why not join the party? Yeah, yeah.
1: It's just such a long regular season, but we finally made
0: it. Man. Yeah. Oh. No, 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 no tanking. No, what 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 do they call it? R- resting. What was the the uh, term that they used? Oh, what are they call it? Uh, yeah. Game. Oh, fuck. There was a term that, like, the NBA. that the Load management. Load management, load that's
1: man- it. We haven't had a lot of load management games no. going
0: out here. See, we don't even know the term because it's just, it's not within our
1: organization. Well, yeah, it's now just, uh, <laughs> what is it? Health and safety protocols? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. When well, you have COVID, it, we're not allowed <laughs> to say. It doesn't
0: matter. Yeah, it's it's, it's our personal health record. Mm-hmm. Um. Kind of weird how. That works in the NBA, where like literally it's like, oh, he has a hamstring strain. And it's like, well, that's your medical information. Right. Technically, they have no reason to have that, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, got to look the other way Yeah, <laughs> what's HIPAA in the NBA? Anyway, the first round is over. Uh, when we left off, the uh, Celtics were trying to close out the Nets in, the, in, a, in a sweep in the first round. And sure enough, they did it. It got a little close there at the end, but the Nets fin- or The Celtics finished the job, sending the Nets home. And I've totally seen, I have seen memes everywhere of this team, and it was the D'Lo, Jared Allen, Spencer Dinwiddie, Karis Irving, and Joe Harris. Nets had a higher seed and went farther in the playoffs than the Nets with Durant and <laughs> and Kyrie Irving. I've seen that everywhere since that happened. And you know what? you are not wrong. you are not, You're not wrong. wrong.
1: It was at the beginning of the playoffs, probably not the last, but close to the bottom of teams that I would have expected to get well. With star players like Kyrie and Durant, I would have expected them to get at least one. And they almost did on uh, the first game with Kyrie's super uh, heroic game, but... Uh, Kevin Durant, man, they, they really keyed in on him to kind of shut him down from not scoring, so, so to speak, but his efficiency at scoring. Like, he still got numbers. He still got but, some but
0: shots, but he put up a lot. But, yeah, he got shots. Yeah. And a lot of them, yeah. I agree. This was one of the – I think if you would have told me a team would get swept, I think I would have said either the Pelicans or the Hawks first um, for sure. But not, not this matchup. This was a little shocking.
1: No, and uh, Trey put up pulled out a uh, nice little game winner to to make sure they didn't get swept in their matchup.
0: Yeah, yeah. Again, the Hawks went down to the Heat and a gentleman's sweep for one. I kind of love that the gentleman's sweep. I, don't, yeah. I think that started maybe a two or three. I it's mean, like it's like somewhat respectable. Like you didn't get like you got shit canned, but you didn't <laughs> like it wasn't like brutal. You had you walked away with some dignity, not a lot, but with some. But the Heat just did to go Trent to move over to the Heat series. I mean, they the Heat series they just they shut down Trey Young, and there just wasn't enough on the Hawks to overcome it. I mean, he was, I mean he averaged 15 points in that series, which is absolute nuts when you compare it to the series against the Knicks that he played last year. He was on fire. He was shutting down MSG last year. It and was, the Heat it said, was the, it was the, the Heat said, "Make someone else beat us," and that's what they did.
1: For real, for real. I mean, that to be honest, is what the Knicks tried to do and the 76ers tried to do last year was to shut down Trae Young. But what did, what do you think uh, Miami did differently than those two teams from from last year? And I know. Or I or maybe what did the Hawks not do? I think.
0: Well, I mean, honestly, it's not that the Hawks didn't do anything because the team isn't. Overly different from the one last
1: year. Do you think they're better or worse? The Hawks? This year's Hawks versus last year's Hawks. Not by performance, but by squad. Just on paper.
0: You know, that's tough because I think if this Hawks team went up against like last year's Knicks team, it'd be different. I think they just ran into a different monster this so that's, time
1: that's what i'm hearing is yeah you think this year's Hawks squad is better than last year. no year's, i think even though i, I, think, squad I, I, I that's, think that's allowed I, to happen
0: i think they're the same i just think that the heat are a different defensive intensity than the sixers were last year and the knicks were last year or both those teams this year i just think and plus if you look at the defensive capabilities where they lie on each team i think the heat are stronger where that mattered. I think you look at the Sixers team last year; they didn't really have a good guy to guard Trey Young, maybe Thybuld. But like, but then you go look at the Heat, and it's like, okay, you got Jimmy Butler, an All Defensive Player, if need be, can lock down, and you got Kyle Lowry too. And it's I, I don't know. I just think that the matchup defensive wise favored the Heat in this. Is if you compare it to the Knicks, who, let's be honest their defense was a luck defense. Their defense was, teams just straight up shot poorly against us. It's not like the Knicks were doing anything last year. Clearly, because they got, they got they got gentleman swept last year, the Knicks did. So clearly that didn't play through. So I just, I just think it was a difference in the team that they were playing against, not necessarily the team that they were this year. I mean, clearly they didn't make great adjustments. Um, if they continued to kind of Run the same style of basketball and hope for a different outcome.
1: It clearly didn't work. But so they're as deep as we, you know, spoke about the Hawks being at the beginning of the year and about kind of trying to, to follow their way through this regular season on what they can do to get better and why they may need to improve. I don't think depth for them was an issue or is an issue. I think they have a lot of good players, mm-hmm. but what they're lacking is the the versatility of some of these other teams, like uh, uh, Memphis or even Cleveland, who's not even in the playoffs, was able to play different ways and able to put different lineups out there that were still, let's just say effective, semi-effective, or they had their strengths. Mm -hmm. Um, With the Hawks, the minute you take Trey Young off the floor or even make him uh, less of an impact on on the floor, that whole team just goes to shit, which makes... Hey, maybe This is, this is for, candidacy for
0: MVP, but I, I just think that... They don't have anyone to run the offense
1: when he's up there. Even Bogdanovich, who had a great series, can only do so much. He can be a scorer, yeah. he can be a somewhat of a facilitator. But um, that's not
0: his man. He's more yeah. of a three-point guy. He's more like a Clay Thompson
1: and than anything else. And that's where they succeed. But like you just said, they need to have another secondary ball handler who can... See, now, you, now I start getting question of my own thoughts here because the minute that you put take the ball out of Trey's hands, put it into someone else, is he just going to lose all of his value from all, on offense such that he's a pretty bad he, defense? Yeah, he, I mean, he, can, he,
0: he needs to move his game towards Steph Curry. Steph moves without the basketball really well. It's one of his good attributes. And I think he's learned that he doesn't need... I mean, we've seen Draymond taking the ball off the court. We've seen Andrew Wiggins. We've seen Klay Thompson. Like, do you ever see a point where Trey Young's not taking the ball off the court? At this point, I think he's almost a little too ball dominant. Um, I mean, he gets his assist number, sure, but, like, not in the way, you know... I, I don't know. It just... It, it seems so he... Right now, he is... He doesn't work well without the basketball, I
1: don't think. Correct. Correct. He doesn't work well with. He has to be the facilitator to get the shoot. He doesn't have a lot of pass to pass hockey assists, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, also, he, surprisingly, didn't shoot. I know. Uh, he, he shot quite a bit, but he wasn't making it. Or maybe he was. Maybe that's not what he should do, is just keep shooting. Maybe he just needed to. I, honestly, I don't know, And He'd had their fucking number. Um. He shot terribly. I think he averaged like 15 or 16 points over the series. His percentages were rough. Obviously, he didn't get a lot of rebounds. His assists, like you said, were okay, but I just felt like they had to move heaven and earth to get even one. Um, Clint Capella going down also probably hurt him a bit, just not having that interior presence. Mm -hmm. Uh, But at the end of the day, we didn't really do this with, with the Nets, but I'm curious, what do you think... An off-season move is for the uh, for the Hawks.
0: The Hawks they they need to find a second facilitator because um, I, I do think they have good depth and good pieces, of kind of around the wings and and like the power Hunter, forward center. Yeah, uh, Herder. Hunter Herder, um, Herder, Bogdanovich, Collins, Capella. They have to find a second facilitator. Um, if we want to flip back to the Nets, there they just they need more depth. They need something. Else. I need more. And maybe Wait, m- maybe maybe your... if you add Joe Harris, it gets better. Who's to
1: say? Get healthy, do you th- Okay, so they're gonna but they, they they what they did is they, they brought in a bunch back. of yeah.
0: They brought in a bunch of stars. They brought in two stars, and then they signed a bunch of old veterans who are like, oh, let's hop on the win-now train, and then none of them really contributed. LaMarcus Aldridge, nah. Drummond, nah. Blake Griffin, nah. You had a bunch of these guys who were like, yeah, five years ago, that wouldn't have been an amazing team. That also would have been a $300 million salaried team. 2013 chance right there. Yeah, but, I mean, (laughs) you can't just sign old veterans and expect to win because the young guys are going to still out – Effort you and hustle. You. <laughs> Lakers, exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. Like yeah. There. yeah. Uh, so that's why I think both those teams could need to do better. That's um, fair. That's fair. We want to transition. We'll stay in the East. The Bucks, Bulls, Bucks, Bulls, also kind of uh, a
1: little bit I mean, of surprise. A, there was
0: a it was a gentleman sweep. A little well. bit of surprise, especially that when, when Chris Melton went down. But then you have to look at the Bulls side. And they just weren't healthy either. They had, like, no point guard depth at all. Levine was out with in health and safety protocols at one point. Um, I think that if I'm a Bulls fan, I'm not. That's
1: okay. So um,
0: I'm looking at it like, you know, injury. You don't want to blame the injuries, but it's like. Hard not to. Yeah,
1: when you have that many. Well, one thing I do want to point out, health and safety protocols for Levine, maybe that was true. Maybe that's what it was. I'm going to just say the dude's knee is not right. He needs the offseason surgery anyway. They knew they weren't coming back in this. Wanted to get out of the series with some dignity and some class. I don't hate the move. I just let's call let's call it what it is. Um, get himself right. Get his knee healthy. Dude's been an Iron Man for his entire almost. Other aside from his ACL tear, uh, other than the injuries, he's been an Iron. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, the last injury he had, significant injury he had, was when he was a sophomore on the Timberwolves, and since then. Dude can fall.
0: He's freaking good.
1: Um, yeah, but yeah, no. I think with the Bulls
0: get healthy, yeah, that, that to me seems yeah. like the name. Honestly, healthy, and I don't think you have an issue with running that back because I think it's a good team once everyone's there. Now, now are you gonna have <laughs> it a Demar? Sucks. You going have a Demar Derozan level season like that last year? No about that. Probably
1: not. But what really kind of sucks is the situation they're in now. They can't really build in the draft. They gave away their pick to get Vucevic. Two of them, actually. Not consecutive years, but two first-round picks to get Vucevic. Uh, I think they've thrown around some other first-round picks and some second rounds. I don't know if these guys have any picks this year. Uh, they also have to try to re-sign Zach Levine, which I don't think will be an issue. Guy going into surgery, coming off of injury. Yeah. I, I think he knows that he's got some successful guys around him, some guys who want to play. I would you know, think that he'd want to re-sign with them, but maybe he gets a better offer from a team from another contending team. But I don't see him getting an offer from just a shit team who's going to throw the bag at him like that. Obviously, he'll get those phone calls, but mm-hmm. the dude's tasted playoffs for the first time in his career. I can't imagine he wants to just stop at first round and, and move on. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. I think.
0: You know, we talk a lot about like, championship windows a lot. In the NBA, you know, you can kind of buy a championship easier than you can in any other professional sports league. But NBA? I it. Yeah. You think you can buy a championship? Easier than... Easier. easier because it requires less pieces. Uh, I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with you. I, I, well, I, I think you if, if, I hear if, your if point. you take the worst team in the NBA and you put the best player in the NBA on them, I think you have a better chance of winning the NBA title then than if you took the worst NFL team and put the best quarterback on that team.
1: That's fair. I
0: think I just I just think so, I, so I think that the last argument of isn't pieces. about
1: the cap space. Your argument is about player to player, you have one significant impact player join your team, you could turn things around. Yes. Yeah that's what that's, what I'm that's the argument. That's it right. If if, yeah, if cap space wasn't a thing. If if every league was ran like baseball. If every league was like baseball, we'd all be
0: LA fans. <laughs> we'd all or, or there's York. a reason why the Dodgers and the Yankees always have the best rosters, and we live in Ohio, and Cincinnati is like three and twenty right now. Yeah,
1: wonder why. Guess that. what?
0: Yeah, that, that's why I'm glad there's a cap space because it at least exactly. restrains it, it, them it, it a keeps little bit. A cap on those motherfuckers. Be, because <laughs> at the end of the day, if, if a team wanted to go out and the best five players all oh. join a team, sure, they could take small deals. They could take small one-year deals. But guess what? Everybody wants money, so you really don't
1: have to worry about that too too much. Oh, yeah. But, no, no doubt about it. So, but for the Bulls, again, a respectable gentleman sweep. Uh, who do you think got, got swept better, or a uh, gentleman swept better, the, the Hawks or the Bulls? Who do you think's feeling better about going into the offseason? Oh, the, not, the Bulls. Yeah. Bulls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fair.
0: All right, that moves us on to Toronto and Philly and Toronto tried. They tried to make the 0-3 comeback. Oh, man, was that exciting. And then it got down to game uh, game six, and Philly said, what are we no doing more. here, guys? No more. <laughs> and beat him by, like, 30. Costly, though, oh, Joel God. Embiid took an elbow to the face, um, was out indefinitely. They're now saying he could potentially re- potentially return in game three or four of the Philadelphia series, which game one is going on tonight right now. That is big, and when I, you know, we'll get into that matchup on the next cast, but, you know, if we want to look back at the Toronto-Philly series, Embiid and Maxi led the way for the 76ers, the Raptors kind of battled some injury issues, Scotty Barnes missed some time, um... They don't uh, have a center. They don't, like, yeah, they don't have a center. Siakam, athletes, one-on-one game. Apparently playing injured. Yeah, so, I mean... Good. It's right. The Raptors, <laughs> I feel like, are in this weird space where it's like, you've got some, some solid players. Maybe not a, a star. Yes, Siakam's been an all-star, but not like a true star, and their timeline is a little weird because it's like a mix of established guys in a mix and, eights, of, and a mix of There's young no guys. Yeah, so... It's it's all yeah it's all it's it's kind of a weird spot where they're definitely not in tank mode, by no means are they in rebuild mode, but I don't think the roster they currently have is enough to get them over the hump to an NBA Finals. They they almost have to yet again sell their best player, trade them out to bring in another an even better one. Like they
1: they need another piece. Is what, what do I'm think saying. Doing? you think is doing? Think he's uh available? Uh, isn't he? He is a free agent, right? Or was that last year? No, right. he's. Well, no, he is a free agent. He's, no? No, he did sign the deal. He signed the deal, not, the, uh, not like mega supermax one. He could have waited and signed to get more money, but he just signed outright anyway. Yeah. Um,
0: so, I mean, I think Toronto, I think they have great rotational pieces. I think OG and is a great piece. I think Siakam can be. I think Scotty Barnes is going to be good. Fred Van Fleet. Um, who's the other guard? Was on Portland, it's Gary Trent Jr. Yeah. I think he's a solid backup point guard slash two. He may play more like the two, I think. But I mean, I think they're, I think they're solid. Yeah, I think they're solid. They have a solid footing. But I do think you say they OG need, already? Yeah, yeah. I do think they need
1: another piece.
0: And what, okay, dream
1: scenario, you get one piece. Anybody in the league right now? Who do you put on it? And I mean, you could say LeBron, but treat the exercise ends.
0: So, guys who aren't necessarily... So, realistic... Let's say touchable. Touchable. Okay. I was about to say, because if we want, like, ideal pieces, I mean, like, Giannis would be perfect. <laughs> but, let's be honest, Giannis... Touchable. Would, uh, yeah. Touchable. I mean, I don't know. DeAndre Ayton hasn't signed a contract yet, right? Ooh, right?
1: I like
0: it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Sam that. might like it, might not like it, but Maybe he, he hasn't signed, right? It. He's still... No, man. They, yeah. The, the then, Sun's big dick, though. Yeah. Then, honestly, if I'm Toronto, we need a center... Uh, the under eight and what? Some, I, like I'm not gonna a, say it
1: sucks. If the Suns win, there's no doubt in my mind he is going yeah. to. Well, I'm sorry. There's one doubt in my mind. Man should get paid. Yes. If they yeah. put anything other if, than max money in front if, of him, if Toronto
0: shows up day one and goes max, and Phoenix even hesitates a little bit, there's doubt. There's got to be doubt in eight. mind. Ayton's mind, He wants the max.
1: Yeah. He's got a solid squad down there. They're successful. They're in good state. He's the guy. Like, not like the guy. He's not Chris Paul or Devin Booker, but he's... I don't, I don't know if I'd call him number three, but I'd call him number two, two A.
0: Yeah. No, I, I think he, because he is because he's touchable. He's going to be a free agent. He, oh, that's he, the Phoenix Suns have already low-balled him. So, there's already some... Eh, Shout-out to Robert Sarver. Yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, I'm just saying that. That that would be my. Ooh, okay, that uh, would be my touchable player for the for the Raptors.
1: I mean, t- so that's let's say that's top tier right there. Let's say they can't get DeAndre Ayton. What do you think about Obama? I could, yeah, I could see that. The, w- Obama? yeah, you could you could do that.
0: Same draft class, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, because he was pick five, and Ayton was one. So yeah, I think I think that's doable because I think the magic aren't necessarily tied to it um you'd probably have to see what kind of value because he did have a, an okay a decent year this year oh i'd um, say he's way, way so attain. he's
1: definitely not deandre ayton level
0: quality yeah yeah he, but I, he had a solid year one where he actually got some some serious minutes so i do think that that could be that could be a ba- a, a secondary piece does it put them over the hump they over the edge whatever no could ayton maybe if ayton
1: progresses more um, well, what more? Do you, what more are you looking to see from DeAndre Ayton that the uh, the Toronto Raptors wouldn't have?
0: Well, I'm not saying like they, they don't have it. Like I'm saying, he, I'm still saying he'd be a good piece. But I'm saying would Aiton be the guy who you would only need to bring him in to put you over the edge at, at, to be a championship contender? I'm not sure about that. They would. He would definitely improve your team, and you would be battling pretty high up there in the East. But would he make you like a number one contender in the Eastern Conference? I don't think so. But maybe two, three years down the line, yeah. Because you, if everyone stays... I don't know. You put Yonder
1: Aiton on that team. The, the current Toronto Raptors, I think they are in just as good a position as the Phoenix Suns.
0: Okay. Right.
1: Give it a year of meshing and understanding the system. And whatnot. Maybe they don't come out the gate, number one. But by the end of the year, if they're not top three, I'd be shocked. Those guys know how... To coach to the fullest extent of their players' abilities, Redman Fleet was getting talked about in an All Star consideration. All Star consideration, yeah. You know my thoughts on he was an All Star. He was an All Star. Was he Mm-hmm. Okay. officially? Yeah, cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. yeah. Redman All Fleet's right. an All Star. You kidding me? That's good for good for Freddie, but no fucking way, man. Toronto Raptors did the same shit with Kyle Lowry, like I guess
0: like seven times too <laughs>
1: with Kyle
0: Lowry. The s- system prevails. All right, but I, yeah, I, I think that'd be a good that that'd be I think the fit for the Raptors. So I definitely think off season you probably look to upgrade at center because I think you do have some good pieces everywhere else. Yeah, moving to the West, we'll go with uh, we'll go we'll go to the Denver Warriors series. That one ended. That that one ended the same night we recorded the last podcast too. Not overly surprising. I don't really have much to say about that about that series, other than Similar once again, yeah, well, yeah, once again, Nuggets are healthy; they're going to be back next year, and the Warriors look good. That's minimal retooling, if any. Yes, maybe some some cap moving around. There's always, I feel like there's always an influx of two or three players you're using your mid level exception and trade exceptions on. Probably so you might get some of that. Camposso, I, yeah.
1: I, I mean, he can get some, some assists, but you've got to be able to do better than that. Like, yeah, I, well, I think,
0: I think they're going to try to develop Bones Highland a little yeah. more. Um, I think they honestly. I think they were looking at the season like we might get Murray or Porter back, so they weren't playing him a ton. I think in retrospect, like in hindsight, they probably would have played him more, developed him more, knowing this is where their season would end with those other two players not coming back. But I think they'll develop him and, and they'll be back and they'll be they'll be a threat next year for sure. Yeah, Jokic clearly can get them this far on by himself essentially. So
1: yeah. that's
0: uh, so. I mean, that's all I got on
1: on that series. The Bravo, you got an MVP to take home with you. So yep. that'll be something. All right, do you wanna? Uh, Let's go with the easier off season for uh, easier off season for uh, the team that lost.
0: Oh, then okay, so the Pelicans, Suns, then. Yes, yes. Um, there were Zion came out and said, "Had it gone to a game seven, he was going to play." That felt I ve- fucking. Ass. That felt no very. Yeah, that felt very Ben Simmons esque. What no cap? 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 Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Right, Bullshit. right, right. That 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 sounds like oh, we got eliminated. That sounded like okay. There's like that's like a, a reaching for next year. Hopefully. Tell me yeah.
1: that Ben Simmons didn't also have a similar tweet where he said, "I'm playing no, man, game If we would have gone for game six, I would have definitely. Oh, I you said he was going to play game four. If we would have gone to game five, uh, game five, game five was where I was game playing.
0: five would have been the one.
1: Yeah, that was I was targeting. I heard you hear me? I was targeting him.
0: Yeah, but anyway, regardless of that. Uh, Okay, you get Zion. Let's say you get Zion back at this next year. You're healthy. Who knows? I, you like bringing Brandon Ingram. You've got C.J. McCollum in there now. I think they need to figure out... I, I like Jonas Valanciunas. I think he, he worked well. I think they need... Herb Jones has been looking like a good pick. They need to figure out what they're doing at point guard. Um, because it wasn't Devontae Graham. They traded away... Alexander Walker, like, what are we doing He's there?
1: They've got
0: hella picks. They have, they, they, they still have Kyra Lewis Jr. They have, like, they've drafted
1: some, but they need to figure out what they're doing there. I would say money now or picks, picks now. The CJ McCollum. The only reason why I'm gonna say this, CJ McCollum, if you keep him, is the linchpin of your team. He is your leader. He is the one who's going to help guide you through. Brendan Ingram is not far behind in his skill level. Mm -hmm. Zion, talent-wise, is that dude. So if he does come back, when he does, you're going to have the talent. You're going to have the second guy who's just just right about there, the Devin Booker to Chris Paul, and then your Chris Paul is CJ McCollum. Everybody else around them is a role player, and you now have to fill those roles and have backups. They have hella picks. They need to trade some of them to bring in a experienced, ball-handling point guard. Man, wouldn't Lonzo Ball be
0: nice on this team? Ooh, wouldn't <laughs> he? Wouldn't he, man? <laughs> you should have spent that money there, Pelicans. Maybe
1: you should have. But, damn. Um,
0: Who's this to tell you how to run your franchise?
1: I'm trying to think who they could go and get. Now, all right, don't laugh at me. What do you think about John Wall? Man's going to be hell expensive. It may not even be able to afford him. But, you're,
0: you're not, you can't give up a number one pick for them or a first round pick, can you? I you don't, could. The Rockets
1: are in the market for it. Yeah,
0: one. and they would they would take it. Take
1: your lowest number one pick, throw it at him. Hell, throw two at him. You are in a much better place than the Houston Rockets. <sighs> but the, but I I I don't they think have so many. Yeah, but I
0: I just I don't I
1: think you
0: would be better suited sending them. I mean look at look at the people who have been traded the point guards have been traded. Like James Harden, what was that, four, three, four number one picks, and you're gonna give two for John Wall? That's too much.
1: No, no, no. no, no. Okay, you're not wrong. That is too much face value. In a vacuum, you're right. We're not gonna vacuum. We're in a win now scenario. You obviously maybe offer a couple of second round picks. I just and think and to you, be fair, you the Houston Rockets probably wanna get Rid of John Wall. Oh, I would too. It's forty million. It's forty, $40 million dollars of dead money. Can you check V Ball Reference real quick to see what uh, what the uh, Pelicans' cap situation is? Because I am extremely curious now if this money would even work money wise. Um, you may only have to give up a first round pick. Which again, you've got multiple ones in this year's draft. Give me your lowest. Rockets get off of John Wall. Get a draft pick. You get an experienced point guard who can't facilitate. Not doesn't need to be the uh, the best athlete on the floor. You got Zion, and he's a capable distributor. Defensively, might be your only issue, and I think that's the same issue for the whole team. So as long as you can get John Wall approved to be on defense, to be like, yeah, you're you're playing D, right? You might be all right. That's a that's a move.
0: I don't love it, but that's just maybe not the best me, mood, but it's a move. I, I, I personally don't like it. It that just seems a little All right, how about this? How about this? Russell Westbrook. You you he, would get he, in he this is situation. he is better because he's at least on the damn court.
1: Oh okay, okay. Coming from me, the biggest Russell Westbrook fan in our friend group. You can I just say still... the world, man. I can't, I can't speak to that. I don't really know as far as our voices go right now. But I have not met anyone else who's big a fan as Russ as I am. I still think that John Wall would probably be a better fit. Let's see. Than Russ.
0: What's the... Uh, salary cap is $112 million. was this year's salary cap. And they were at one hundred and thirty-three. Next year, they're they're not looking great either, mm. because they're they're at even more next year because you're adding another three million to CJs. You have add another two three million to Brandon Ingram's. Add another three million to Zion's. So it doesn't look great for next year
1: either. Okay, okay. Well, they're going to have to continue to search for that uh, that point guard with experience. Maybe a Gordon Dragic. Who knows? That might be what they have to do.
0: Assuming he wants to play wherever he gets sent to, yeah,
1: man, that fucking sucks. Remember, he
0: said he once wanted to be on a contender and didn't want to play for Toronto. Yeah, and then went to the Nets and got swept. <laughs> anyway, um, but as I said I think they got to upgrade the point guard spot, and then uh, and just I guess, I mean, you just don't have a. I mean, you almost need to. You need more tape of what the heck a roster, a team of Zion's going to look like. You just don't have a lot of it. And you obviously have none of it with CJ, so...
1: Yeah, that's true. Maybe it's just another year of experience for them, but... Alright, well, uh... I still think they're in a better position than our next team we're going to talk about. It's going to go... The Jazz,
0: yes. Mavs and Jazz. Jazz lost in six games. Also, the Heat just had five offensive rebounds in one possession. (laughs) Hustle. Hustling, man. Lack of Embiid's making a difference on the boards there. But... Yeah, I don't know what you do with Utah. Again, as I said last, when they they and early they felt they're feeling a little like Portland. Just keep running it back. Hope it happens. It's not a deep roster. Um, Ingles getting hurt, and then obviously traded. Um, you know he wasn't going to be back, but it just this, there there wasn't enough on there. This might be. And it,
1: are we gonna sound it's like the
0: ringer here? It's a scores league, man. Are we gonna set? We're gonna do it. Trade, Gobert. Blow it up. Blow it. I mean, blow it up. I don't know. You, it, there's just there's just not a lot on the roster. Like you have Mitchell, you have Gobert, Bogdanovich is a good piece. Clarkson's a
1: solid six man, but it just like the cohesiveness is not there. No, and for the two people you have who are good, there has to be cohesiveness amongst the whole squad. Last year you had some. Yeah, sure you don't. People understood how to, they figured you out too, because you only have a limited limited amount of time of being good, and yeah, people figuring you out where you have to operate. The um, the the bucks they were able to navigate that by changing, by getting better, by getting better players. Uh, they swapped out some people. They got through Holiday. They they evolved. The the Jazz they got Rudy Gay. And Hassan Whiteside. That's it's like it. They really didn't do shit to evolve. And maybe that doesn't mean you need to get rid of Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, and you need to just get everything else. Everything out else fine. out the door. But that feels a lot harder than trading off some of your players with assets, tangible assets, building some stock, and then going back at it. Maybe not even trading both. Trade one of them. But at the age of 25 and Let's go, Baird, like 27, 28. Yeah. You're not, you're, you're betting big if you're trading just one of them um, that you're going to make an instant turnaround. So I, I just yeah. don't see it. You kind of have to commit here to what you want to do to be a contender. I would say the most realistic contender level, it, if you're going to do it like blowing it up, four to five years. Yeah. You can try to muddle your way through the middle the next year or two, but I see three or four teams just in the West who are on the upswing and yep. have no plans to slow down, and their futures yep. are I mean, much you, brighter.
0: you got to think next year, the Pelicans, if they keep CJ, will be as good. Um, you're going to have the Clippers back 100%. Yep. Um, the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves clearly are better are, than you are better than you and here to hopefully stay. And I mean, really, all you're only looking at like the Kings, and that's about it. It's no. The only
1: one I would really guarantee is probably in, a, in pretty bad shape. And the yeah. Rockets, Maybe and the, the rock ro- yeah, I forgot about the Rockets.
0: But the Rocket, but the Rockets know where they're at. They
1: have, a, yeah, they have. The a Rockets plan. are the Rockets are there. They're
0: supposed not supposed to, but they are there. They know they're there. They are building. As if they're they know they're there. They're not like we should be contending. Right? Why are we they losing see. to a
1: list Dallas Mavericks? They setting their expectations
0: to, L-
1: yeah. pr- to match their, producti- yes. their productivity. Yes. Um, what I'm nervous for for the Jazz is the the Detroit Pistons or the the Orlando Magic effect, where you just try to continue to contend and just middle out for for generations or hell. The Indiana Pacers affecting—that's a lot of East teams. Holy crap! I think mean, that's how it's got so weak. Um, but you got to be able to know when you're beat. And for the Jazz, it seems like you guys are beat. I don't know what you can do system-wise. If that's a coaching change. But again, maybe that's the answer. Maybe you switch out Quinn Snyder because he—he really seems like he's kind of one note here. No pun intended. Um, yeah, that's that's just that's all I got to say about it. It seems like a dreary one of the of the teams to to go out in the first round here. I think that is the team I'm most saddened by. Is like the Utah Jazz. Like you guys have serious talent at two spots. Everywhere else, eh? Yeah. Jordan Clarkson can score. Hassan Whiteside can block. Bogon. Bog- or uh, Bojan Bogdanovic can shoot, can shoot. Yeah, he's one note those guys. So you got to be able to uh, have some more flexibility. But that—that's—is that it for us? Is
0: that the, uh, the last one? One more, one more. The oh,
1: yeah,
0: the no. T Wolves. The T Wolves ended up losing in six games. Another uh, another comeback by uh, two comebacks by the Grizzlies. <laughs> so I mean, it, it's. You look at it, you know it's a young team the T Wolves so I get closing games and hard but it's also a young team in Memphis who is able to come back so I think the T Wolves you know they made that that playoff game um, what was that a couple years ago maybe beat Denver that was with like Jimmy Butler oh, yeah. and like it was there but this feels like okay we made the playoffs. And we're a young team. This feels more like a, a progression than the other one felt like an outlier. Yeah. This feels more like, okay, you know, we've got D'Angelo Russell. we got Crompton Towns is young. Anthony Edwards is developing. This felt like, okay, we're actually taking steps as a franchise as opposed to yeah, we different. just got a free agent for a year. He's here. We go to the playoffs. We lose in five games. And then he leaves. This feels genuine. Yeah. Almost. So I think, honestly, I don't know any specific moves that the T-Wolves have to do just to continue to just to continue to build around DeAndre Russell and Carl Anthony Towns and um, Anthony Edwards. I mean, I think you could probably do better at some of your role spots. Um, but other than that, I mean, just keep building, keep working towards, I mean, you snuck into the seventh seed this year through the plan, alright? Your goal next year is to you know, Take the Jazz's spot or something like that. You know, I think I think they've got a pretty good upside as well for the team that lost.
1: I, I would agree. I would agree. They, um, they have a lot of fixable mistakes, easy mistakes. They made a lot of easy mistakes in their series with the Grizz. And what I mean by that is they let some of the moments get to them. They played the ref game. They fouled just an exorbitant amount. Uh, their mental toughness was not there. Carl Anthony Towns has progressed a lot as a player. He's, he's become an excellent scorer. His defense, surprisingly, needs to be the uh, the part that he picks up. But also, the next point of his game is to to mature to a point where you get a shit call, man. You get a bad foul call. You get something that should be a foul, but it's not. You move gotta on. Move through. you got to move through that. And, yeah, these refs kind of suck, man. They're not great. But mm-hmm. you arguing with them is not going to change that. You're not gonna be like, you know what, Cat? You made a valid point. I will try to call this game better. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you guys start winning. But like it's just give it time. Mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards is is probably gonna usurp him, uh probably New talents as the leader of this team. Yeah, I agree. Um Danzo Russell, just don't get in your own way, man. Like just be like the best third option guy out there, and mm-hmm. I think you'll you'll yeah. uh you'll you'll be alright. They've got some solid, uh, solid pieces in. In what was that Vanderbilt?
0: Yeah, you have Jared Vanderbilt. You have Malik Beasley. Um, Beasley is um, on this team. Like he a, he comes Yeah, he feels a little more obsolete now that you kind of have D'Lo. And
1: he's a good scoring. He's good extra scoring. I, I I don't discount having that on the on on the team. And he's a capable defender too. He's capable. capable. Yeah. Uh, Nas Reed though coming off the bench as a yeah. center. Pretty good.
0: Pretty, pretty good yeah I, yeah i think i think they're in a, a much better uh, probably the best spot they've been in, in a while
1: yeah yeah it's good yeah. for them good for them
0: all right well that uh that concludes our pre review review of the first round we'll be uh, we'll be coming back at you shortly with our Prediction slash analysis slash coverage of the upcoming second round.
1: Peace!